Like we're going to push your head right down there and make you watch. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely like that. He's dominant yeah. and rough with me. And if you make a single noise, we're going to smack you up a little bit. Correct. Yeah, definitely a slap or a hit. Even if he uses his mm. belt on me to hit me, whip me with it. Oh, get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well... You might want to pull out now. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is 52-year-old Danny from Philadelphia. He is in college sports administration. He is divorced. He married his college sweetheart, and they were together almost 20 years, married for eight, no children. But Danny tells me that there is no question that sex and intimacy was the cause of their divorce. Danny, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me and sharing your story. What does that mean? It was the cause of your divorce. What was the issue? I just think that we had different needs and I definitely lacked the ability or maturity maybe to express myself and maybe she did as well. So we just weren't there for each other sexually. Was it not enjoyable for either of you? I mean, I think it was and I think it was for her as well. I just think I was still learning a little bit about myself. I think some of my tendencies and desires came out and maybe it wasn't for her. And what were some of those tendencies? Can you tell us about well, like we, I would like to role play like another guy, like that she was with another guy. And, um, oh. or like, so we would talk about that and she would get into it or like another guy joining us. And I really wasn't aware of cuckolding at that time, but you know, it just was a kind of a natural fantasy of mine. Did it ever go further than just role playing in the bedroom? It did not. No. It was just role play and talk. Did you want it to go further and, and she didn't? Or what was the issue there? Again, I think we just were just not communicating probably well enough. Yeah, I did. In my mind, I just maybe never brought it up to her. I would wish I could. have. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it definitely was something that was a huge turn on for me. How long has it been since your divorce? It's been a while. It's been over 10 years. Oh, and in those 10 years, were you ever able to get into a relationship where you could live out these fantasies? I haven't. I've had a few girlfriends, a couple that were serious. And um, it was pretty similar in that they weren't uh, monogamous with me. Like they had other men in their lives and they knew that that was a turn on for me. So that's, yeah. Like I knew that they had other boyfriends and they knew that that was exciting for me. Okay. But you never took part. So they like would play separately. Right. They like they one in particular would tell me like, you know, that she had been with him or was going to see him or whatever. But I was never included. No. I was not able to watch okay. or be a part. Okay. Now did you want to? Did Absolutely. you want to be more involved? Okay. Now yeah, uh, and how come that didn't happen? Did you talk um, about it? Yeah. Um I'm not sure. Again, I think probably just my lack of knowledge or confidence or like just sexual maturity to have these conversations. Like I definitely think 
like even just this podcast and what you do, like it's definitely very helpful for me to be more confident in understanding that I need, I need to have these conversations the next time, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm interested in knowing why, cause you talk about cuckolding and you, you talk about now, you know, since, since you've heard more about it, mm-hmm. that that's kind of what you associate with. Um, there are other dynamics within the lifestyle where you can still be turned on watching your wife with another man without being a cuckold. So like, do you right. realize or recognize the differences and, and what makes you lean towards cuckolding? I think the desire to be humiliated is a big turn on for me. Um, so, you know, being, being denied or being forced to watch or being humiliated by her and her boyfriend is a huge interest of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that makes me more of a cuckold than say, right. you know, someone who just enjoys watching. Sure. And and when you say you have this desire to be humiliated by them, can you tell me specifically, like what would really, what would do it for you? Um, definitely being talked down to, being called names. Um, I have this kind of fantasy of the boyfriend, like, slapping me or like hitting me, you know, in front of her just to exert his dominance and to show that he is the man and like, I have to be a cuckold for him and for her. So that's kind of like my biggest fantasy or biggest desire. Mm -hmm. And is, is there any desire on your part to um, have any kind of interaction with the man, with the male? Yes, there is. Like I, like, what would you like to do? I would like to, like, if he made me, like, kneel for him and service his cock, um, my mouth, like, you know, suck his dick. And, yeah, definitely that is a big interest of mine. And have you ever before kind of identified as bisexual? Or do you now? I think I have to be aware that I definitely have bisexual tendencies. But I definitely, you know, I'm attracted to women, you know, I don't necessarily feel attracted to men, but I definitely in those roles or in a certain situation, I definitely feel sexually, you know, want to be sexually involved. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, So, but, but does the woman have to be there or can you see yourself getting aroused without a woman there? No. In all my thoughts, the woman's always there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, when you say that you you feel like you were just kind of sexually immature throughout your marriage, um, are you just talking about like the lack of communication, like not being able to really express yourself and and go after what you want, or is yeah. there anything else? Well, I mean the communication, but also even just learning. Like you know, I didn't maybe I didn't understand what these feelings were. You know, like mm. I said, I, I wasn't aware of cuckolding at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really just my pure instincts things that I was thinking of. Like, so, you know, so I, I lacked that knowledge. I lacked that reading about it and learning about it. Like, I think mm-hmm. that would have been a really big help. Yeah. Um, and so now it's been 10 years since you divorced. You've, you've had some girlfriends in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your experience with, like, trying to find someone who you can be attached to, meaning like a serious relationship, and still do these things right? That, that involve other people. Has it been difficult? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's hard 
with my work and everything. I haven't been fortunate to find somebody that I can have a, a, a permanent relationship with. I hope so. I definitely want that. And I definitely want her to know all this. You know, I definitely want her to be aware and I hope that she is interested as well. And it definitely is a big part of my sexual needs. No question. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I'm hopeful for. Like I, I definitely, the next time want to be fully communicating with what I am looking for. Mm-hmm. And like, have you been looking for someone like within the lifestyle, you know, how a lot of people in the lifestyle either go on a website or, or, or whatever, Have you been actively looking for a relationship on these lifestyle websites? I haven't, and I, I'm hoping to learn more about how to do that. I don't know really where to start, to be honest with you. I'm still kind of mm-hmm. figuring all that out, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, hope through your community, maybe I can meet somebody who give me some guidance or- Yeah, uh, are, you, are you on any of these lifestyle websites? I'm not, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Danny. <laughs> I know. Danny. I'm, I'm really just, as I'm saying, I'm so excited because I'm really trying to finally really broaden mm-hmm. my horizon here. And just by being honest and, you know, and being, right. you know, that's why I really resonate with what you're doing because I think it's very honest and it's very ethical. And thank you. It definitely fits with kind of who I, what I'm all about. Um, um, so our listeners can't uh, see you. And when this goes on YouTube, our viewers can't see you, but like you're, you're a handsome man. You actually look younger than than 52. <laughs> Thank uh, you. You've, you've got a great career. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the more you delve into the different avenues people are using to meet others within the lifestyle, mm-hmm. that on the surface, it may seem like, oh, they're just hooking up. But the more people I talk to, the more I see it's just dating within the lifestyle. Like, like there are people who meet their wives and husbands at a lifestyle event, you know, that you can still form these very committed relationships within the lifestyle and start it off that way. That's awesome. Where, you know, you don't have to like meet the vanilla way and then worry about, well, you know, how am I going to eventually tell her that I've got the, some of this kink stuff going on, you know, because right. that's that can be very difficult. Um, so I'm assuming No one really knows. Like you don't really have friends who know, right? No, I have one friend. He's married with children who I've kind of, like I told him I was doing this podcast with you. Um, mm-hmm. So really that's about that's about it. I have played with some women online that actually I, I actually like would pay for humiliation. Um, oh. I've, I've done some of that. Um, Hold on. <laughs> so, um. Okay, Danny, what are you paying for? Tell me about this. What are you doing? I would pay just for like a phone call and she would just act like she's my girlfriend, but she's going out with a bull. She's going out with another man and she's kind of rubbing it in my face, like what she's wearing for him, how she's getting dressed for him, what they're going to do together, how I'm not good enough, um, mm. you know, make, making fun of my my dick size and talking about his dick how, mm-hmm. and making me, making me say things things, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and it you're finding these women online. Yeah. I, f- I found a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, uh, this is so interesting to me. Can I ask you, like, do these women do this professionally? No, they're, no, they're really amazing people. <laughs> you know, they're married or they're working like they're oh. really, they're really cool women. And 
it's amazing like how interested they are in it as well. And they're, they get, they get turned on, they get excited by it. And um, mm-hmm. so it's mutually, you know, it's mutually beneficial. beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. They're no, they're really, yeah. really amazing. Good people. No, they're not professionals at all. They're just everyday people. <laughs> so you're meeting them online. You're striking up a conversation and how does it get to the, can I pay you to humiliate me? Yeah, I, I usually just come right out and I say, this oh. is what I'm interested in, if you're interested. And they usually get like, whoa, what are you talking about? You know, and uh-huh. then I'll say, and they get excited by it. They're like, that sounds fun. Let's do it. I'm, I'm open. And mm-hmm. you know, how do you want to do it? And I'll just say, you know, are you willing to call me? And, you know, then we usually agree on a price and things like that. And then we talk. Like It's usually wow. a nice conversation. And then we start to like, and, oh, and it's nice until until it starts. <laughs> It's right, right, nice right. until it starts. <laughs> yeah, um, it starts. Can I ask you like how much you're paying these women? It's, usually, it's not much. It's usually like a dollar a minute or something like that. A couple dollars a oh, minute. It's very wow. fair. Yeah, yeah. Wow, very, very interesting. All yeah. right. So I guess our objective, Danny, is to like to submerse you in this culture, in this community. Right. Because it is very accepting, you know. It's uh, it's a lot easier to talk to someone who already gets it. Right. It may and may not be their thing, but who get that people have their kinks, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and so, like, describe to me your dream woman, your dream relationship. Let's hear it. I mean, I, I'm definitely looking for a very intimate partner. I mean, someone that can be my best friend. Um, you know, I love spending time with someone. So definitely someone I could spend a lot of time with and that we can be very open about this. You know, I would love for her to have a bull, um, mm. you know, or to have boyfriends or whatever. And I would definitely would be supportive of that and encourage that. Uh, I would love to be a part as much as she would let me, like whether it's watching and um, fluffing. Being, absolutely. Fluffing, being a cleanup. Um, oh. Yeah, absolutely. That's a huge f- turn on for me is to be her cleanup boy and for oh. her and for him. And uh-huh. fluffing and cleaning up and, you know, having to kneel the whole time or be tied up while, mm-hmm. while watching. Like, definitely like that humiliation of. I, I like that physical part. Like I said, like him being maybe rough with me, like like she's watching, and then like he like ties me up or whatever, and forces me to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a huge. That's my my, my top fantasy. Mm, like, like we're gonna push your head right down there and make you watch. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like definitely, like that. He's dominant yeah. and rough with me. And if you make a single noise, we're gonna smack you up a little bit. Correct. Yeah, definitely a slap or a hit. Even if he uses his mm. belt on me to hit me, whip me with oh. it. Oh, that's a huge. You're ready. Term. Yeah, Danny's <laughs> so ready. Is- Danny's ready. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, I love that you're able to say, at least to me, <laughs> these are the things that I want. These are the things that I like. And I hope you know that there are other people out there nice. who want the same things and who would be able to compliment you, right? Who can play the other roles. So nice. it's out there. It's just a matter of finding your tribe, like getting to the right Definitely. places. And Definitely. so um, I would like to be able to 
give out your social media handle to our listeners? Um, because one, you you might meet some some people who might take part, and two, believe it or not, um, there are people who they don't have to be mentors, but who've already been there. You right. know what I mean? Because I think support is really important. Do you sometimes feel like because you can't tell anyone, because you've got this great job, and especially because of your job, if people knew, they might like, whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I work at a university, so obviously it's very conservative and yes. you, know, you have to be careful. Like, I don't, I don't know if my coworkers would necessarily have a problem with it. It's just more just the, you know, it's just institutionally, it might not be, it'd be frowned upon, you know, because there's young people, sure. there's college students and you have to be a role yeah. model. So it's a, it's a, it's a tough line. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I'm definitely not ashamed of it. You know what I mean? If somebody, you know, I'm not ashamed of like, you know, I have to be careful. Like I don't share it. I haven't shared it, but at the same time, like I'm definitely not ashamed at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, Danny, I'm when, was, when was the last time you had a date? It's been a while. Um, where are we Hello. now? It was 2022. Probably, yeah, it was this year, but it was, okay. yeah, it was, it was, it's been, it's been a few months. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So your homework, Danny. Okay. All right is to get on some of these sites that are uh, for for people the lifestyle. Okay. Because it's 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 really I'm finding out really just the same as the normal dating sites, you know, like uh is it, no, not Tumblr, Bumble and Tinder. I'm confusing yeah. the two. Right. But any like any other dating website except that it's for the lifestyle. So like, no one's going to bat an eyelash if you say, hey, I would like to wear some lace panties and get whooped. You know, I mean, you know, right. it's it's very open. There are a lot of people who are into a lot of things. And right. I think that that's where you start. And and I hope 2023 brings you some some love and some kink and, <laughs> you know. No, I'm excited. And I'm very grateful to you for all that you do and how this has definitely given me some excitement to get serious about it, you know, yeah. and to really get going. And you're going to like it. Absolutely. You're going to like it, damn it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Danny, I really appreciate you coming on and talking to me. And I hope someone listening will be able to reach out to him and uh, kind of help him get his feet wet in the lifestyle. If you'd like to get in touch with Danny, he's not that active on social media, but you can email him. You can find that in the show description. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Consenting Adults.